Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Blackshirt Breakdown. My name is Steve Marek. I'm a staff writer at Inside Nebraska, and he is Jay Foreman, our NFL veteran and former Husker Blackshirt. Jay, we are back, but we are not talking about the 2023 class. We were talking about yeah. the Huskers 2024 class because they just snagged their first one of the class in Roger Gradney, a six foot one, 190 pounder out of Altair, Texas. I had to look up Altair, Texas. It's a <laughs> tiny, <laughs> tiny town in, in the southeast part of the state. The last consensus or one of the consensuses done in 2000, they had Altair at 30 people. So he comes from right. um, a high school called Rice Consolidated. It's a consolidated high school. And right. hey, a small town, small town kid, uh, country, country kid in Texas. Um, a unique background, I would say. He's a 5.73 star rated by rivals. He's the 70th rated recruit in Texas for the 2024 class. And overall, um, he's listed as an athlete, the 34, the 34th best athlete in the country. So, Jay, um, when you first saw Roger Gradney's name, I had to look him up. Um, did, right. I'm sure you had to look him up, too. But what are your overall thoughts on him? Well, first, you know, being from a small town, it, you know, there's, there's been plenty of players that came to, you know, through Nebraska from small towns in Nebraska. You know, I'm thinking just off the top of my head, Joe McAvicka, you know, eight man and obviously one of the best fullbacks to play. Corey Schlesinger is from Columbus. Columbus is by no means, you know, a, a metropolis type of city. So yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I just find his background very interesting. And, and, and you know, you, when you see him on tape, you know, he's an athlete. You know, he, you know, I think it just fits the Matt rule type of in the, in the coaching staff under the radar needs to be developed. He's an athletic kid, you know, still to be from that small of a town to go to a consolidated school, which we, we see all the time in Nebraska. You went as a, you know, we're getting state tournaments going, um, let you know that for him to be ranked nationally, he must be a pretty good athlete. Now, will there be a learning curve? Most likely. Yes. And it might take a while, but I think if, if he, you know, you could hit, you know, more than just a single or a double with this kid, uh, especially with his prowess at returning kicks. And so that's probably something that that really appealed to any coaching staff, but particularly Nebraska's, his ability to return kicks, to be effective. And for him consistently, sophomore and junior year, game in and game out to be explosive, let you know he has a knack for it. And some guys are just born to return kicks and maybe he'll fit that mode. I'm sure he'll start off on defense, and you so you like his ability to track the ball. If he gets his hands on a couple picks, you got to expect some big returns. And so that's the way they're looking at it. Um, I think they're going to start him off, and just in his wheelhouse, they won't give him too much and let him develop, get him in their weight program and see where it goes. But, yeah, it's the first commit in, in, uh, for the 2024 uh, class. They haven't taken any time off, you know, whether, you know, they're in winter conditioning. So they're out still, uh, you know, beating the pavement, looking for guys, and, and that's what you want from a coaching staff. So before we get into uh, Rogers' video highlights here, so Nebraska is not his only uh, only offer. He's he's got a Texas Tech offer, which again shouldn't shock people because Texas Tech under Joey McGuire, there's a lot of connections between Texas Tech and Nebraska now, obviously. But the Red Raiders are also one of those programs who aren't afraid, who who maybe not might not look at those um, star rankings and they don't really care about that. If they like a guy, they're going to go after a guy. And I think Nebraska is definitely showing that right now with, with Matt rule and, um, Evan Cooper, Evan Cooper, right. especially with his, um, evaluation skills. A lot of people love, love what he's doing with in the film room and, and finding 
unheralded guys. So uh, a Texas Tech offer for Roger Gradney, but also Texas San Antonio, a really good program down there in Texas. Right. Really and good. Campbell, an FCS program. Um, he does not have an offer from Houston, Duke, Vanderbilt, but those programs are also very interested too. Um, and who knows what happens, um, you know, during the camp circuit and and um, his senior year, especially at Altair too. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but so as a junior, Roger only played in five games, and that was because he had a hip injury. So he, right. he his junior year was kind of injury riddled. Not a lot of stats, not a lot of great sure. film from his junior year. Um, but so he's having hip surgery and that's going to keep him off of the track field. And Jay, you mentioned him as an athlete. That's kind of, I think what Matt rule and Evan Cooper are kind of looking at too, what he's doing outside of the football um, field here. And on the track, he he's a 10.88 second, 100 meter dash runner in the 200. He's at 22.44 seconds. He also throws the discus and he's over 44 feet in the triple jump. So like you said, Jay, an athlete. And that's exactly right. what Matt rule is, is wanting to pump into the program and, and develop these guys. Yeah. You mentioned Texas tech before. So when you think about Texas tech, what they've done, they, they've, you know, made a pretty good, uh, you know, living off of getting guys developing, you know, Jordan Brooks who's probably one of the top tacklers in the NFL came from uh, Texas tech, a linebacker. Uh, Texas tech has a top 15 pick potentially as an outside rusher. So their, their ability to see guys develop them, and project where they're going to be two or three years down the road. Now, obviously, there's a Texas Tech, you know, connection, obviously, with our, you know, McGuire, our receiver coach and the head coach. And so they, they probably started to get on the radar of the, the head coach at Texas Tech and the younger, obviously, you know, uh, son about his sophomore year. Mm-hmm. His junior year, he got hurt. He has a hip in- injury. And so that's, I think that's something that Nebraska is, uh, you know, well aware of. But then also – it's a good time for them to develop a relationship and, and understand that we believe in you and what you're going to be in the future. So now we're going to make a offer and a commitment to you that's going, you know, both ways and be hands-on maybe in his rehab process. So maybe being off the track, you know, track and field will be good for him on the field. So then he can kind of catch up with as far as that learning curve and really try to have a dominant senior year, give him momentum coming to Nebraska and then being able to hopefully make an impact sooner than later. So, um, you know, it's, he's an athlete and that's what you want. I think the more athletes that you get on campus, you know, I always say that guys, you know, what you play in high school most likely might not be what you play in college and be open to it. There's some great players that have came to Nebraska that came in on the offensive side of the ball, ended up on the defensive side of the ball and vice versa. There's a lot of quarterbacks that came in that end up playing, you know, other positions or other positions on the other side of the ball and end up being pretty successful. And I'm sure Matt Rule has made a rule, you know, a, you know, you know, a, a, a pretty good living of doing that and projecting guys. And so, you know, he's just a guy to see what he can do and, and bring him up here. And it'll be interesting to see how his future works out. Okay. Last thing before we get into his highlights as a sophomore, when he was fully healthy, played all the games at Altair as a sophomore on varsity, he scored seven total touchdowns in different ways too. Three of them, he he returned three kickoffs for a touchdown, one punt return for a touchdown. He rushed for a touchdown, and he also caught two touchdowns. So again, an athlete does a lot of different things. And again, those right. track times at six foot one, one hundred ninety pounds, I think we're cooking with fish oil with that. So yeah. let's go, let's go to the video highlights now. And again, this is these are all from his junior season. So look, guys, you're gonna see a lot of kickoff return turns uh, here, and <laughs> yeah. you know it. It's fun just to watch this guy get see what he can do with the ball in his hands. Yeah. But 
Um, his his elusiveness, I think, is pretty good. And again, a, a bigger guy. And once he gets those long strides going, he's getting yeah. separation, I think, which which is what you want to see. Yeah. So you're seeing his track speed here, you know, more or less when the 200 meter speed, you know, when you see when he gets gets going and leaves guys in the dust. And, you know, for for being in a, such a small area, yep. uh, you know, so what you have to also project is what does he have around him? as far as to get him the ball on the offensive side of the ball or any, any type of plays on offense. But you see this play right here. Um, there is no fear when he gets it, right? And so I'm sure that, you know, these coaches know that teams will be keying on him. So, you know, if they score, they have to kick the ball off, right? And so you see right here, once he gets to the sidelines, what do I say? Once you get up the sidelines, make one guy miss, that's where explosive plays go. And you see that he is outrunning any type of angles that these guys have. Uh, the ability to try to stop him from scoring a touchdown. So you, I like right here, he tracks the ball pretty good, sees it, so you can project a little bit to defense, mm -hmm. uh, makes a couple of guys miss, and he makes the kicker miss. You should never, never let this guy right here tackle you. But right here, is he, the, the guys in the white jerseys could have just, you know, done themselves a favor and just started to get ready for a PAT field goal. So you see, and now we're on the next play here, right? And so, again, a kickoff return the best way to get your best players on you know the ball is if they score or to start the game or half is to get them the ball you like the athletic ability to uh have something else in in, in his toolbox as far as jumping over a would-be tackler but once he gets a crease he is gone and um you know to you know he he's a long six foot six one guy you know so you got long legs powerful you can see right here so as you're watching him people are like oh he doesn't look that fast right homeboy is fast right here because those long strides if you look at the yards that he's gaining as he's starting to get faster he is eating up turf and right about here he's mm -hmm. gone and i know look everybody's like the competition and all that he can only play against who he can play against mm -hmm. for him to be ranked not only in texas but nationally lets you know what type of athlete he is yeah and the i think his classification in texas uh the, what he plays in rice consolidated it's 3a which um right. Jay, you know, Texas, large state, a lot of schools, a lot of classifications. It's on the lower end of the classification. Sure. classification. It, it's probably about a, you know, class B, uh, lower class A here. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, again, there's not that much big a difference of what you're seeing on film here than what you'll see on a Friday night, you know, in Nebraska. And so, again, a short kick ability to field the kicks right there. You should see a little bit of a power here to run through some tackles yeah. and some vision cut back against the grain. And you see, you see his buddy, right? You know, it's a touchdown. Look, what I understand, you know, when you're when we're looking at this, you're looking at okay, these guys aren't very big, but the ability to continue to return kicks for touchdowns yeah. can't go unnoticed. And I don't care if you're in class B, class C, three A, four A. Would he have this amount of production at six A in Texas? Most likely not. But would he have returned a few for a touchdown? Yes, he would, because when you look at his vision with the blocking. The ability to, you know, outrun, obviously, would-be tacklers, but to break tackles and to be fearless and to catch it. And he knows the when to hit it, where to hit it, as far as, uh, the, you know, the, the creases in, in it, as far as, uh, you know, returning kicks. And so uh, he's a pretty effective player. And you see him right here on special teams, right? This is probably that really bodes well for him. You're looking for football players, right? He's an athlete. He wants to make an impact. You know, probably the rosters are very small. So, look, he's a Division One recruit. First guy down, as he should be, probably fastest guy on the team, makes a tackle inside the 20. When you look at what he can provide for you as a spark, right, what do you start the, every game with, Steve? 
special teams, kickoff yep. or kickoff return. What do you start every half with? Kickoff or kickoff return? You want a guy that's big, fast, strong. Being six foot 195, six one, 195, his size and his ability to create havoc on special teams with his speed is already there because he's big enough. And he and from trust me, from experience, blocking a, a guy that's a say a hybrid anywhere from 195 to 215, 220 is the hardest thing for a frontline blocker like myself on kickoff to do. And so that's where you're seeing the athlete tag come in, right? Kickoff return, receiver. Now we're seeing him right here play a little bit of defense and back. I don't know what type of coverage this is, but as he's playing corner to the wide side, he's actually playing more of a safety, you know, safety position. But I like it right there, using the using his hands to get off the block right there. So that's showing his ability to be a football player. Okay, you shed him right there, get in there, and he does a little bit of a roll tackle right there. So he's a he's a willing tackler. So you don't see him hesitate. I don't. I call it being a tiptoe burglar when you want to go up there and tiptoe, and you're kind of deciding whether you want to hit right now. Once he recognizes the play, obviously he's holding the edge right there. He gets off the uh, would be blocker there, and then he gets up in the mix, and we call it getting you know jumping into the cold water, and he has no hesitation. So this is what the what they're you know is appealing to. Obviously Evan Cooper and uh, Matt Rule, Tony White, and those guys, and obviously uh, Coach Foley on the special teams is, is excited as well. Hey, look. I'm going to tell you one thing about coaches. They like size and they like speed. They, they are, they, they generally think they're confident enough to develop um, anybody that has a ton of potential. He has it. He's a, a diamond in the rough in, in, I guess you could say a diamond in a country field considering where he's from in Texas. Trust me. I've it's, it's close to Houston. I kind of know the area, but it's, it's like an area you got to make sure you got, you know, three quarters of tanks of gas because you don't know if they're going to have gas at the gas station uh there let alone if they have uh, the ability to take some debit or credit cards and so look where he's from uh doesn't mean that he can't play football right and so you know look people probably say well why didn't he go to a bigger school well look you don't know the circumstances for him to be able to go another 45 miles it's not like lincoln where you could go right across the you know city to another high school right or even to omaha you gotta think the next step up to say even four or five a might be an hour and a half. So really it's not, might not be advantageous for him to go to, you know, go from a consolidated school. Cause if, the fact that he's at a consolidated school mm -hmm. lets you know, there's not a lot of schools around in the area. So they have to consolidate three different towns or four different towns. So what he's done is put himself on the map one through track. Right. So mm -hmm. people have known that he played uh, football, but saw him running on the, on the, on the track and field good time. So you can't deny that. Right. That's one thing that you can't deny is his speed and his track times. Then you see it correlate to him being a kickoff returner, kickoff coverage. You see him in his sophomore year, running the ball, catching the ball. So what you what you need now is, one, for him to be healthy, two, to have a good senior year. And the mm -hmm. senior year, obviously with the commitment to Nebraska, is going to allow him to really focus on getting better at the things that maybe Coach Cooper, Coach Rule, Coach White, and the whole staff, Coach Foley, want him to be, you know, maybe work on his senior year. So when he gets to Nebraska, whether he's an early enrollee or just, a, you know, gets in there before fall camp, that he's ready to go. And so, um, you know, being the first commit, you know, that also, uh, you know, brings a little bit of a highlight too. But, you know, for him, he's just right in the in the wheelhouse of what Matt Rule has done at Temple and Baylor. And, and, and I'm sure that he's talked to some coaches that played against him.
to get some, you know, background on him. And so I'm sure that, you know, they feel very confident in the offer that they originally offered him. And then also accepting the, accepting the commit or the commitment also is big as well. Yeah. Offered sun offered Sunday, last Sunday. Um, and he committed Monday, Monday night. Right. So, yeah. Uh, he didn't waste any time. Uh, hey, so man, yeah, that's, that, was, that, was, that was some good you, stuff. With Roger, you, Roger you know Brandon. what I, Steve, you know what I call that, man? That's like when you, the first time you got to ask somebody the prom, you want to make sure you got to ask all of her friends and all that to make sure that she's say yes. Yeah. So that, 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 it probably, you know, was a good feel. And, uh, it, you know, look, it, it, you know, we had Cali Brasker with, with uh, Mike Riley, um, yeah. which was somewhat real, but not really into fruition. You know what I'm saying? As far as the amount of commitments and the amount of energy built there. Matt Rule in Texas, you know, uh, that's what he's, he's you know, obviously hanging his hat on. And they believe in it. Now, you know, obviously he's also is, is going to do a good job of looking at guys around here as well. So it's not Texas or bust, but he's trying to get some guys in here that are, you know, big athletes, track athletes, have football, or actually they're football players with track and field backgrounds, and then develop them into uh, superior football players. So we'll see what happens. And uh, again, um, you know, he's a guy that I'm sure he's a good kid. You know, I think his grades are pretty good, I think, when I read up on him. Um, You know, he's a hard worker because he has to work even harder being out there. You got to think. I I just imagine when we first thought about, you know, doing this video, it's the type of things that he would have to do in order to compete, mm-hmm. you know, with other bigger school kids when he gets to track and field or when he does a seven on seven camp or, or a camp to keep himself in somewhat of, you know, competitive shape. Yeah. And, you know, whether it was going out and finding drills on YouTube and then probably being out there by himself. And so, you know, you got to give a, give him a lot of credit that he's obviously taken upon himself to make him into a appealing athlete. And, you know, I know we talked about other teams looking at him before. Um, I'm sure they'll start to really look at him now since Nebraska is offered him. But you know what? The Nebraska feels fortunate that he was able to commit in less than 24 hours. And so uh, it's a relationship that, you know, that they'll continue to, you know, foster uh, to make sure that, you know, obviously, you know, come signing day that uh, he'll be ready to go. His senior year is going to be really interesting. Um, Just once he gets healthy. It'll be really interesting to see what he does on the field, what other kind of offers come at him and, and what sure. what happens from there. But one thing, one thing um, I wanted to ask you, Jay, before we get out of here was, so with Tony White and his three, three, five defense, obviously, um, you know, at times, most of the time, there's going to be that fifth defensive back out there, kind of a bigger sure. bodied hybrid safety right. linebacker body type um, with Roger Gradney. Do you see a potential there of, of him just developing into a safety or maybe putting on some pounds and, and some good pounds and maybe developing into an inside linebacker or, or something like that, that the, the Rover position, which I'm very, very interested in. Um, Just what are your thoughts on, on Roger uh, Gradney, just, I guess, developing into um, something that could be one of those maybe five defensive backs in the Tony white system. Yeah. I think, you know, right away, I I looked safety, right. Right off the get go. Um, and then you, I could see him, you know, lifting and eating, eating, eating himself and developing himself into a rover, right? And so you're kind of a tweener. Let's call it the tweener position. Yep. And then I could see him possibly uh, being a linebacker. I mean, look, you know, I was an athlete coming out of out of, out of my high school. Um, didn't play much defense because they, you know, obviously needed me on offense. And you know, I played safety. Never played linebacker before. 
um, you know, start getting three square meals and start getting in a squat rack. And next thing you know, I'm an outside linebacker type of almost kind of rover, you know, where you're, mm-hmm. you know, 210, 205, 210, 206 to be, you know, matter of fact, correctly, that was my height weight then. And I, I ended up starting. And then next thing you know, I continue along the process. I fell in love with it and found a, a niche in it. Mm-hmm. And I end up at, you know, inside linebacker and, the, you know, the rest is history. So, um, you know, look, football players find a way to find well, on the defensive side of the ball. Football players find a way to get to the ball. Right. And that's what you want. Now, a really good football player needs to be open to any and everything. And he has a ton of potential. He certainly, you know, can run. Um, he can jump. You've seen that he's a good athlete. You know what I mean? He's a great athlete. And so at the end of the day, wherever he fits, I think these guys are going to, the coaches are going to be open. I'm, 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 I'm assuming so. And so if the players open, I think it's always going to work out. So all three, you know, I would rather come in and have an option to play safety Rover and linebacker versus saying, you know what, he can only play corner mm-hmm. because there could be six corners that you never get on the field. But when there's three positions, you actually can do more. And I always tell kids that ask me about, you know, making the transition from high school to college, the more that you can do and the more that you know will get you on the field faster than later. And once you're on the field, you make plays, it's going to be very, very hard to get you off the field. You mentioned Matt Rule being open to position switches. He did a lot of that at at, uh, Temple and Baylor. The thing that the the one that pops into my head is Hassan Reddick coming to yeah. Temple as a walk on DB safety, and now look at him in the NFL as one of the premier edge rushers, getting after quarterbacks. So, uh, really good stuff. So, um, Jay, thank you so much for joining me again. That was a black shirt breakdown for the first member of the Huskers 2024 <laughs> class, um, Roger Gradney out of Texas. Six Texans in the 2023 class. One so far in the 2024. Roger will not be the last Texan in the 2024 class for sure. Um, but I am Steve Mark. He is Jay Foreman, and we will be back next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs>